We're in garden Joe, stores. I just went live. We got to give him a couple. How minutes. do you want to handle that social media for Friday? You handle it. I'd wait. Seriously. Hey, council, guess who here's we're going to have Friday? I'd wait till the morning of. No. Because here, here's what you don't. <laughs> if he cancels, yeah. not a live no. radio show he's, If he cancels, Joe, he cancels. Don't even say anything right now. Let's, no, he's coming wait, on. Uh, guys. Right. No, no, no. Listen. Everybody shut up. Yeah, just shut the hell up, both of you. We're not a live radio show anymore. Okay? Where wait until the day of. Then we say he's going to be on. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you promote it. We're a I always podcast. disagree with Reavers. This time he's right. Well, no, but you're now you're giving people heads up to tell their friends and neighbors to make sure you listen to the podcast. And right. when a bus ro- runs him over on Thursday night, or when someone goes, "Hey, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, the the sec that yeah, 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 what Chris said, yeah." <laughs> I'm telling you, this is we're not a live radio Somebody show will anymore. somebody will get to him. I told Joe. him feel free to promote on social media. Yeah, that if he wants to, that's a hundred percent fine. I'm saying we should wait until day. I'm off. telling the council. All right, but All right, council's in. Fine. Go ahead, dummy. Be dumb. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying from a social standpoint, Johnny, we should wait till the day of. Yes, sir. I run. It's it's <laughs> way too early in the week to promote what are you it. Chiming in with. Agree Nothing. or disagree. I uh, I have no opinion on this. Okay, uh, he's uh, right on the fence. It's Friday. I won't be here, so I don't have to have an opinion. <laughs> just give it a day. Think about it. Sleep on it. Just, just wait a day. Or just two. just wait, on Joe. Please, please, please wait. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> Sleep on it. Sleep on it, baby, uh, baby. Sleep wait a minute. How are you going to do it if you really don't want to? Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. <laughs> you know Sorry, Council. Uh, Joe's the one robbing you of your. Guy, you're like Rain Man. Definitely That's can just, drive. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Judge Walker. rolling. I need a uh, writing utensil. I'm not going to do this, show. Yep. <laughs> Ever? You will not be silenced. Wow. My favorite protest. I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1163. Already? October 3rd, 2023. 90 degrees was a high on this day. That was in 1997. And the very, uh, uh, the year just before that, 1996, it was as chilly as 26 degrees. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushiro. This is Joe. Uh... This is interesting. Well, everything's interesting. It really is. Dear Joe, I hope this message finds you well. I wanted to reach out to discuss the recent developments surrounding the 2021 Minnesota tax rebate. Wouldn't it be a 2022 tax rebate? It was put. In, it was implemented in 2020. Go ahead, John. It, it's related to your 2021 filing. 
That's why it's called. And that's because we were lied to in 2022 by the current governor on his campaign trail. Which has left my husband and me in a state of perplexity. It appears that the much anticipated rebate, a gesture aimed at pacifying taxpayers amidst the state's hefty $18 billion surplus, has eluded us thus far. This prompted me to delve into the reasons behind this delay by reaching out to the Minnesota Tax Rebate Program Support Hotline. I didn't know we had one. To say their response was both amusing and offensive would be an understatement, but sadly it wasn't entirely unexpected. I've attached their response for your perusal, highlighting the absurdity and the glaring lack of accountability. So Christine uh, wrote, Christine Nearing wrote, On October 2nd, oh yeah, she emailed him yesterday, the hotline. Hi there, I know that we fell below the $150,000 married couple threshold for the tax rebate, but we have still yet to receive our payment. Can you please look into this situation for us? And then she signs it and gives gives her address and telephone number. And the response was, hello, Christine, thank you for your patience. We understand that a majority of the residents of Minnesota have received their rebate payments and a small population are still patiently waiting for theirs. The payments are not trackable due to the mass amount of transactions required to ensure everyone who was eligible (laughs) received theirs. However, due to a delay, some have not received their checks via, via mail or direct deposit. At this time, all direct deposit attempts are final, and all remaining payments will revert to check by mail. The next date of checks being sent is September 27th, 2023. And this this response was dated yesterday, so that's even written incorrectly. It should have been that the, uh, the last date of checks sent was September 27th, 2023. Depending on processing in the United States Postal Service mail times, it may take up to six weeks for your check to be delivered to your address. Please respond to this message if you have any questions or concerns. Sign Minnesota Department of Revenue. Two things. Two okay. things. <laughs> the payments are not trackable. Well, that's, that's, that's troublesome. That's, yeah. that's a little troublesome. So how did they get that company in Montana... To say, here's the list. Did you send it out? Yes or no? The payments are not trackable due to the mass amount of transactions required. And the the second thing that puzzles me is, however, due to a delay. Well, what delay? What was the delay? I don't know what the delay was. Did you get a check? Did I get a check? Yeah, yeah I got a check. John, did you? I did. And uh, strangely enough, you know, I have the thing where you can check what's coming in your mail today. Yeah, uh, my uh, my tenant, my son, will be getting his today because I know where it comes from. It comes from that Missoula place, so he's yep. getting his today. But we got ours, my wife and I, maybe two months ago. Kenny, did you get one? Yeah, he's nodding. It's it's he's on the air, but he's nodding. <laughs> he's kind of far away. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is 2021's. <laughs> items. What about our 2022 $18 million surplus that we saw nothing? They've tricked us into thinking that that was from the $18 billion surplus. Listen, listen dead horse. Uh, that That's not even worth discussing. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry. California Governor Gavin Newsom has chosen LaFonza Butler 
the president of Emily's List. Wasn't she was on Sanford and Son, wasn't oh, she the aunt? Yeah, I was going to go Kip's girlfriend in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. oh, right, right. <laughs> yes. You're right, you're right. I got it mixed up. This is LaFonza. Oh. oh. Conventionally spelled? What is, em- what is Emily's List? <laughs> Emily. Wait, wait, what did Matt, what, we missed what Matt just said. Fonzie. No. <laughs> What I say? I don't know. Conventionally it, spelled. Oh, conventionally spelled. <laughs> yeah. What is Emily's list? It's a group of uh, Democratic women who support abortion rights. Oh, all right. does that make oh. sense? Sure. I California think Gov- yeah, go ahead. yeah. California Governor Gavin Newsom has chosen Lafonza Butler, the president of Emily's list, to fill the uh, seat of the late Diane Feinstein. She will be the third black woman to ever serve in the Senate, as well as the first openly LGBTQ person. Well, that's important. You got to be the first. Got to be the first. Not the best, just the first to represent California. This is according to NBC News. I am honored to accept Governor Newsom's nomination to be U.S. Senator for a state I have long called home. Butler said, "I am humbled by the governor's trust." I will do my best to honor Diane Feinstein by devoting my time and energy to serving the people of California and the people of this great nation. I don't believe a word this woman's saying. In California, the governor has the power to appoint a senator to serve until the next regularly scheduled election. That means Butler will serve until the next senator, whom voters will choose in the November 2024 election is sworn in. Well, what's to keep this woman from running? Butler has led Emily's List, which works to elect Democratic women who support abortions rights since 2021 when she became the first black woman to lead the organization. That's important. She was the first there. Uh, Kelly Robinson, president of the Human Rights Campaign, the country's largest LGBTQ rights organization, called her appointment a landmark moment in the fight for social, racial, and economic justice. As the first black lesbian, that's really oh, important. we're adding that. Yeah. Okay, too. As the first black lesbian to represent California in the United States Senate, LaFonza brings a compelling voice for abortion rights, the labor movement, and civil rights into Congress, because we don't have anybody concerned about that. Right. Her leadership is a testament to the legacy of Feinstein's strong record of pro-LGBTQ plus support. Well, Butler's professional career has been rooted in California, where she led SEIU Local 2015, the largest union in the state. She's also been a longtime ally of Vice President Kamala Harris, a member of the University of California Board of Regents and Director of Public Policy and Campaigns in North America for Airbnb. She lives in Maryland. Okay, so she's right in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait yeah, wait, wait what? what? Breaks? In Maryland. Oh, that's a, that's a different uh, time zone. But she's registered to vote in California. Jesus H. It, it, it's not much of a country anymore, wow, is it? it so I was hoping you'd get to that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, John. Is Butler she lives move in back? Maryland. <laughs> but Matthew Wing, a spokesman, we don't know for who, said Monday that she has pre that she has re registered to vote in California. So she wasn't even 
living in California or registered to vote in California, but because Newsom, who's a word I can't say, appoints her, she has re-registered to vote in California. Well, she would have. She, now she <laughs> must have a residence there too, then, right? Because you can't right. register without she, residence. She does. Didn't we have this kind of same weird thing with Hillary and New York? I don't. Know. I don't know. Right before Junior's plane went I down. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Um. May, may, may I? I'm not done. Oh, sorry. This uh, Newsom telegraph this. He has said he would appoint an interim appointment. And that he wouldn't appoint any candidates who had been running. Uh, in other words, he he said he would appoint a black woman if either of California's Senate seats opened up. Why? Why not appoint the best? Maybe is she the best? If she is, great. But I don't think that that's the criteria they went with. But she didn't. He didn't appoint just any black woman. He appointed a BFLC, a black female lesbian commie. That's right. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't live in California? Well, not full time, Joe. <laughs> Joe, hmm. um, this is the exact reason why if anyone happens to bother bring up you know i i don't really have a lot of faith in <clears throat> some of our systems that we've that we've held in tradition in this country for a long time this would be the key example of why that is right at first when i read all this about california i think ha ha ha, ha california you you and then i realize wait a minute no. minnesota is in a contest with california yeah and then it makes me sad because, you know, our governor is going to try to outdo this in some way. Oh, we got a Maryland resident. Well, uh, where can we go? She, what? She, yeah. do, she does have a home in California, which, you know, I guess she's got BFD. two homes. she got two homes then, apparently. That sounds like a country song. I've got a home in California. Got a home in California. Another one on the coast. <laughs> East, that is. A lot of stuff sure passed through my desk today in the old boathouse above the east shore of Spoon Lake. Mm -hmm. A lot of things going through the old duder's brain right now. <laughs> well, I know Chris Chris tells me that he talked to me about this Friday. If he did, I apologize. I don't remember him telling me this, but I don't doubt you. Even though you're, way uh, we ahead don't of, know that uh, you're way ahead of me in the scan bucket contributions. Uh, but we never, this never did get to the air. Not to the air. We it, it was brought up in passing during a break for the town council, I believe. Korean War veteran Frank Tamero was removed from his nursing home facility in New York after a behind-the-scenes deal was cut, turning the Island Shores senior residents of Staten Island into a migrant facility. I thought my suitcases were going to be on the curb, Tamaro said. This is from uh, MSN. He's 95 years old. He's now homeless. His nursing home room has been given to illegal aliens by the Democrats. He's a decorated Korean War veteran. 
He signed up to serve his country in 1950. He fought honorably. He's uh, He's got to find a place. To, he and 200 other people have to find a place to live. Wow. Not right. That's not right. That is not right. But now with this word Will out. Will you look this up, Rook, uh, and see what I'm missing? Uh, it, it, we can't have become that crass. Bring it. Not even Democrats would be that crass. Frank Tamaro and spelled. Uh, we don't know that. Uh, T A M M A R O. Joe, from what I'm reading on the. Oh, jeez, my website just shut down. Well, from what I was reading on the Daily Mail, this has already happened. It's legit. Well, I, 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 I realized out of that. Nursing I, home to house illegal aliens. And he's, what am yeah, I he's, missing? I'm Have we become on, that crash? Here's yes. AmericanMilitaryNews.com. All right, go to I'm them. I'm going to trust them. Uh, veteran 95 Forced Nursing Home for Migrant Housing Lawmakers say um, he was an Army Lieutenant Colonel who served in the Korean War. Uh, recently shared how he was given less than two months to find a new housing situation after his nursing home was reportedly sold Slow down. to be repurposed as a facility for undocumented migrants. So wait a minute! It was the building itself was sold. Building, I didn't know that part. Yeah, the, the building was sold. So whoever sold it, um, well, more it importantly, say. who purchased it? Probably us. Well, that's that's my fear. Right, and what kind of money is there? Okay, let's see. Okay, wow, I, I just. Uh, New York City to pay over a billion in hotel costs for migrants. That's unrelated. The hasty decision to turn the nursing home into a migrant facility already left him and other residents with limited time to respond or to protest. And then I have to continue and verify that I'm not a robot. I got a lot of comp, not a lot. But tell me, now, this is where America can push back. There is a lot of successful veterans out there or programs that can get this guy, even though he got kicked out and was booted, I don't agree with that, some type of help. He's 95, and if his family can't afford it, the government should take care of the guy. He went to Korea, and Lord only knows what inhaled. He was given a month and a half. What if he hadn't had a daughter that could step in and save him? What if he was all on his own? He'd, he'd be a 95-year-old homeless guy on the street. A that's guy that why, fought why, for this country. Look to read further. He has been. His daughter can step in and help him. Uh, according to what I'm reading on the Daily Mail, yes, she shouldn't yeah. have had to. Around 100 hotels have been turned into shelters during this, uh, including the Saint, uh, the Paul Hotel, excuse me, the Paramount and the Roosevelt, which alone is ho- I my stupid computer. I'm I'm done. I just lost it again. But here again is another example of you, you You declared yourself a sanctuary city. That's fine. You're now dealing with those ramifications and you're unwilling to admit that you made a poor decision. But instead of saying that, you're digging in even further, digging your heels in even further and at the cost of veterans and your own citizens. And you don't seem to care. That doesn't seem to resonate or bother you. He spoke alongside his congresswoman, Republican Rep. Nicole Milatakis of New York. I'm still trying to find out who bought it. It's Anybody the, read 
Go ahead, John. The owners of the facility is a nonprofit organization called Homes for the Homeless. They had informed residents last September they were considering selling the building, but promised they would find a buyer who would keep the nursing home intact. Homes for the Homeless instead cut a deal with New York City officials to use the facility as a home for migrants. So Homes for the Homeless apparently still owns it, but the city is paying them for the use, it sounds like, for migrants. Then why kick out the 95-year-old Exactly. Yep, because exactly. there's an agenda. We all know the answer to that. Not when it comes to veterans. I don't care if you're a Democrat. But that's what Joe just said. Have we really become this crass? Right. And the answer is yes, we have. <sighs> that's really... Just a minute. What did I write down? Oh, I have to something new to tell you about gun offers. All right. For the next month, I'm telling you, stop in at either the Forest Lake store or the Hugo store, mention you're a GLer, fill out a drawing with your name and phone number, and be entered for a chance to win a 10-pound prime rib roast. Ooh. Winner will be selected Thursday, October 14th. And yes, they're hiring at both the Forest Lake and Hugo stores. New meat and cheese snack packs. The perfect protein-packed snack on game day or for fall outdoor adventures. Yes, pre-packaged. You right? got beef sticks. You got cheese. You bring the crackers, baby. You know what they have now? Cookies. <laughs> Fresh huh. Grunhofer's cookies. Flavors vary daily. Gummy bear Mexican taco cookie. You know, you know what today is? <laughs> would do something taco like that. Tuesday. Hell yeah, it Just is. got better. Taco lovers rejoice. Add a taco bratwurst to your Taco Tuesday Mealtime. Mm. Not to mention the brats, the steaks, the chops, the bacon, the ham, the fish, the cheese. You name it, this is the world's best meat emporium. Now, you can call, too. You can order ahead. Yeah. The, now, you might have Taylor Swift coming to town. Be ready with a meat Sunday. pack. Be ready with you a meat pack for Taylor Swift. You might have to have a big Swift. party for Taylor Swift. Call the Forest Lake store at 651-982-1182. Or call the Hugo store, 651-426-2800. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. you got Taylor Swift Let's coming go. to town. Boy, you better have some ready. meat ready. Or some tickets. You better have hey, some meat ready. Yeah, I'll say. The Hugo <laughs> store is just about, uh, I, I do. don't know, not that far north of Hugo on Highway 61. And the Forest Lake store is immediately east of 35 on Highway 97. It's the best it's the most fun. It's the best for grilling. It's everything you need at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Football game. Yeah, they want to go. Monday Night Sports. Jesus. Joe and Pat started talking about how Joe's granddaughters were very interested in watching the Chiefs and Jets game. And then Pat said, Boy, I'd sure hate to be on the hook for some tickets for the purple and the Chiefs on Sunday. You're already on the hook for five grand for Taylor. <laughs> so, Rook, if I heard you right, I should have a meat package ready for Taylor Swift. Is yeah, that what you, you said? Yeah, I believe it's all your meat package. Oh, right. exactly you got what it. you said. And he says, you just bring the crackers. Cracker? <laughs> You just bring the cracker, cracker. Are we already in meat tray season? It's not meat tray season yeah, yet, is. isn't it's that? Meat no, tray that's is like Thanksgiving. No, and, yeah. not anymore. She bought a tackle box to shut to, up. To yes, to oh, serve fuck. as a charcuterie board. Who did? My wife. A tackle Mick. box. 
a tackle box and you put different meats and cheeses and you bring it to parties and you open it up and you know what? People love it. Hey, here's my lures. Yep. Right <laughs> next to the fake worms. They're not gummies. You're not going to get high off of those. Uh, wait, wait, what? Uh, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. I don't want to see a picture. Hey, I think you want to see what a color is the tackle box? Um, I think it was gray and white. Is it metal or you plastic? It's plastic. I I was tasked you know, with you buying it. You know, you are right here. That's I, what you are. I wasn't going to spend seventy five bucks on a tackle box. I, Maybe I could take a tackle box home and say, "Here, I know you lost your bracelet, but why don't you turn this into a fucking cheese?" <laughs> make this into a charcuterie. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, council. Yeah, that's okay. They got they got what they know. <laughs> Box. And on this side, this is where we got the cheese. Over cheeses. here, yeah, you got your cheese. You like hot cheese? Right next to a bassarino. <laughs> Gosh, you're so messed up. Love it. You really are. You guys Brooke. love me. It's just no, there's no. And then over here is the there's salami. No there's, there's just no let's hope. Let's go. Let's try to find many, it. What's the selection? What kind of meats? How many different? Oh, Are we talking three, all, four? You go to Grand Offers, you're going to get yourself some beef sticks, slice them up. He's got some. He's got the meat packs already. No, 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 I'm talking about the tackle box. What does it hold? Five different meats? Oh no, there's like thirty compartments. You put some nuts in there, some pistachios. Um, what else? You, you. I mean, you, you're set. You see, carrying that thing around. <laughs> you sit down at a party. You and invite him over up. to watch the the ball game. Let me get my Here tackle you go, box. Right there. That's a hell of an idea. Huh? Right there. <laughs> Tackle box full of food. Right here, boys. Yeah, there it is. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. What does that, what does that feed? Feed about a dozen? Oh, you, you keep going back. That's. It seems like a really good idea. I really like yeah, that. Idea. I think so too. Thanks, guys. Does she float? Wieners. Does it float? You bring <laughs> no, it out of the you, boat. You can put it well, out in the. Uh, really Joe, you don't floor. like you don't like food. So yeah, Joe doesn't care about. Food, you're so. out of the discussion. Your opinion meat, doesn't matter. I like I like I like food as far as you know. No, as far as we know, you don't like food. You just want to eat it as fast as you can. Yeah, really. I see you. Shovel it I see down. You. Approaching this thing and then just stumbling around and mixing it all up and not keeping the pistachios. <laughs> the pistachios. This is, this is a guy. Sausage with the summer sauce. You're like, wow, Matthew, see what's going Matthew on yes. we're talking about a guy that ate half a bowl of potpourri. <laughs> so. That's true. At Aunt Mary's or whatever. that crunch. Really too, bad geez. chips. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I was hungry. Uh, Fred, can we do the thing? Let's go. Let's go. Are, you, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, she had said something. Uh, Ken. Yeah. Are you uh, are you good there? And get your internet. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. All right. Let's share internet. Internet. Go. It's the worldwide internet. Web. Mate schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. Jump over to maplegrovelockandsafe.com, say hello to Rich, and then you might take note that for the rest of October, all in-stock Liberty safes are now 20% off to make room for all the new stock coming. 20% off, 
That's huge savings. You go ahead and do the uh, math there, Mr. and Mrs. Mensa. It's huge. Trust me, huge. Uh, and to make matters even more awesome, Mr. Rich will also throw in a free accessory installation. All of this is for us GLers. When it comes to protecting our valuables, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, that's the best option in the Midwest. He's been at it 30 years, more than 30 years. And Maple Grove Lock and Safe has just the right unit to fit your needs, and Rich will help you through the whole process. He also offers full commercial and residential lock and safe services, including repair and refurbishing. 20% off any in-stock safe for the rest of October with accessories installed for free. Stop in and meet Rich. You'll find him at 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. John, do you have any Hunter Biden news coming up in your newscast? I do, yes, his plea today. No, he pleaded guilt he pleaded not guilty today. Correct. This morning to yes. federal gun charges. He did so in the US District Court for the District of uh, Delaware this mm-hmm. morning. Uh, I, I I have found something uh I, I think that might be Hall of Fame irony. Ooh. Hall of Fame. And I, I'm willing to be corrected, but as I read this, uh, he was charged with making a false statement in the purchase of a firearm, making a false statement related to information required to be kept by a federal firearms licensed dealer and one count of possession of a firearm by a person who was an unlawful user of or addicted to a controlled substance. All right. But his lawyers, if I'm reading this correctly, Lowell, let me get Lowell's first name. One of uh, one of Hunter's uh, many, many lawyers is named uh, Abby, Abby Lowell, Abby Lowell. Uh, Well, maybe not Abby. It's A-B-B-E and it's a fella. Okay, whatever. Wait a minute. Lowell, then, whoever that is, a lawyer said the defense's motion to dismiss this would include an argument regarding the constitutionality of the statutes that he said have been discussed. Mm -hmm. In other words, the son of of a president who is on the side of doing everything possible for gun control is going to argue... That even as a drug addict, and even though he lied, those constitution, those statutes might be on. on I, this is my interpretation. Again, I'm. I'm Hold on. I'm no, pre- wait a minute. I'm preparing to be corrected, but it sounds to me like they're prepared to argue that the statutes prohibiting him from owning a gun are unconstitutional, which places the son of the president who is all he's doing whatever people tell him to do regarding guns the son of this president is going to argue that he sure as hell should be able to own a gun no matter what his background has been right okay uh, i think you're now, is that something. irony i think you're onto something there for sure are you kidding me <laughs> 
How else am I supposed to interpret that? There's no other way. I think you're dead on. Yeah. The defense's motion to dismiss the charges would include an argument regarding the constitutionality of the statutes that, he said, Lowell, have been discussed. Well, the ones that were discussed are... The ones that are discussed are making a false statement in the purchase of a firearm, making a false statement related to information required to be kept by a federal firearms license dealer, and one count of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user and or addicted to a controlled substance. And it sounds to me like his lawyer, among other BS that they're going to uh, advance, to get him off the hook will be why that's unconstitutional. My client should be able to own a gun in this country. We have the Second Amendment. It, I'm it not going to let you sit here and run down this country. <laughs> it is the drug use part that I'm looking at another interview with Lowell where he quote cites a recent appeals court ruling that drug use alone should not automatically prevent someone from obtaining a gun. So you're right. It's the drug portion that they are saying is unconstitutional based on a recent appeals court ruling. This is amazing. These hypocrites, these phonies are going to argue they want you to, you're not a citizen, but they don't care about you. You shouldn't have a gun. But my, but, but I. You're not really a. You're not really outraged, are you? Yes, I am. Come on. This is just one of many. One of many what? The, the, uh, the rules for a certain class. Rules of bullshit yes. from the left. That's exactly what this is. It's just Eastern nonstop. Rail people are amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's All I can do is laugh at this point. Outrage isn't getting us anywhere. And, of course, we can always ask the question that we always do. What if the shoe was on the other foot? And a Republican did it. I'm staying out of this. Or even I'm going to go right a now. Former president? No, I'm going right now where angels fear to tread. Did anyone read John Kelly's remarks? I believe I have that in the news also. Okay. <laughs> if you are a Trump fan and you have lost a son or daughter in the military. How in God's name can you be a Trump fan? If you have somebody who has fought in the military, right. how can you be a Trump fan? He thinks that the people who have fought for this country are suckers. What's in it for them, he has said. Yeah, that one's, uh, that one's pretty tough. Mm. Well, how could this country get to the point... Where you have a guy with dementia running against a guy who is unquestionably the most foul human being ever to achieve the public stage. Uh, what has happened to this country? The parents are he, away for the summer. Trump wouldn't go to the cemetery in France to see these soldiers. He said it doesn't look good for me. He said a lot of other things, uh, too. I'll, get, I'll have that in the news. I know you will. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I was veering off the Hunter Biden case, but there's nowhere, for, uh, uh, there's nowhere for us to look for redemption and salvation. There's nowhere to look for. Uh, well, we got LaFonza. She might help. LaFonza. I <laughs> LaFonza laugh every time I hear it. We got LaFonza Butler well, now. It, it, it's not like Biden is the greatest military uh, 
head in chief um, when it comes to, when it comes to military. Look what he did in Afghanistan. I, mean, I know, come on. but he he hasn't he hasn't dismissed soldiers as suckers. Look at, look at all the money he's sending to Ukraine. Come on. Uh, apparently that's My, ending. Well, for now, it, it won't end for good. Right. But that's a whole other subject. I'd love but, to do but, a whole but, segment wait, on wait, that. Wait a minute. Stop, stop, stop. That's I mean, Joe's it, entire point. This is what we're left to choose between. Yeah, yeah, no, Joe's point is great. Why are we even bothering with one versus the other? They're both... I, they're both boy, I, awful, Yeah, awful. I don't want to... Yeah, I'm not getting into awful. it. <laughs> They're both awful. Let's, both let me awful. just put it to say I disagree. Yes, they may both be, both be awful, but they're two very different things. Two very. But neither different. one of them should be the president. No, neither one should and be the And their vice president shouldn't either. They were awful. How about we just, we're, we'll be on the honor system. The 2024 honor system. Let's just go without. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? Everyone, yeah. you're kind of no on president, your own. Everybody, you're on your yeah, own. Yeah, you're on your own. Let's take a vote, as Royce would say on a flight. Who's willing to risk it? I'm willing to risk it. <laughs> you know, at this point, Chris, I might be. Seriously. What do you mean, like Wild West justice? Yeah, let's just, let's just try to work. No. Let's try these next four years. Everyone's kind of on their own. In the meantime, in the meantime. Meanwhile. Our own Maryland reality ranch. has made... The Daily Mail. You know you've you've reached heights, uh, new heights, <laughs> a certain cultural impact when you reach the Daily Mail. And there's a picture of her, yep. and the headline is: "Is this America's wokest DA? Democrat Minneapolis prosecutor sparks fury by giving probation to murderers, pedophile, and killer drug dealer, with even Soros-backed Minnesota AG blasting her." And then the story goes on to say how relatives of crime victims uh, in Minneapolis are demanding that the new district attorney change her approach after the killers of their loved ones were given what they think are excessively lenient punishments. She's uh, 59 years old, as we know. She's the Hennepin County attorney. Uh, she that was that follows 30 years of her service as a public defender. And uh, she describes herself as a fierce advocate for fighting systemic injustices. So I guess if a black guy kills somebody and has to go to prison, that's not fair. That's not equitable. Well, that's, you can't do that to black yeah. people anymore. Bring back Freeman. Uh, she's angered victims' relatives with her recommendations for sentencing, even clashing with the liberal Soros-backed Attorney General Keith Ellison. In her first week, her very first week, first week, she sparked outrage by dropping charges against a 35-year-old man accused of raping a 14-year-old girl due to a technicality. We all remember that case. And he cannot be retried for the same crime. She's made the, the deal. Last week, an angry mother stood in the courtroom to protest what she saw as a lenient sentencing for the drug dealer whose fentanyl-laced pills killed her daughter. Kaylee Casperson died in May of 2021, 25 years old, after taking pills sold to her by Jesse Lietzow. Lietzow was charged with third-degree murder, which carries a maximum sentence of 25 years. But Mary got that down to 240 days in jail. Nice. 
He has five misdemeanor convictions on his record, including theft, damaging property, disorderly conduct, violating a no-contact order, and being a public nuisance, according to the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Anyway, you all know the story, oh, but I just thought it would be interesting to tell you that she's made the big time now. And that guy knew that the pills had fentanyl yes, in them. Yeah. Yes, this Daily Mail piece lists everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, why do we have to go to the U.K. to get stuff that the Star no, Tribune that, won't? That was in the Star Tribune story, Kenny, that he knew. That oh, oh it was? All right. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. This well, this, by, uh, this Daily Mail piece is really good. This is by Harriet Alexander for the Daily Mail. I don't know her. I presume she's a local person. I don't know. The Daily Mail has always uh, impressed me for their ability to be everywhere at the same time and have more pictures than anybody else. And when you print one of their stories, you got to stand up after about 30 seconds and hit cancel on the printer. Otherwise, you're going to get 45 <laughs> pages. No, 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 no. no. You have to. Yeah, that's well, why would you. I waste the paper? <laughs> no, I'm saying because you. you always print the comment section with your news. Well, I don't. I, 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 I. Well, let's turn I, back. I, to, I, let's go to the failed academy right here at the U of M. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett is speaking at the U of M, and a growing number of students are not happy about it. A petition called Uninvite Amy Comey, Coney Barrett from the University of Minnesota is making the rounds on social media and has collected 250 signatures. Justice Barrett is set to speak at the U's Law School on October 16. The petition is seeking signatures from both students. It's, you're a failed academy. Can't you see that? The people who run it can't see that, can they? No. The petition is seeking signatures for both students and community members. City Council Member Robin Wansley, she's a Marxist, has spoken up in support of the petition, echoing statements and positions laid out in the petition. The University of Minnesota has invited Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett to speak on campus. Despite her history of rhetoric and actions against immigrants, LGBTQ plus people, people of color and working class people, environmental justice and native sovereignty and organized labor, all of which is a lie. It's just a lie. And here's where the world needs or the U of M needs and they don't have it. Someone to tell these 250 people, go bleep yourself. Right. Yep. Shut the hell up. How you are they ever going to don't go to the talk? Right. How are they ever going to learn anything? The aren't these law students? Yeah. How are they ever going to win a case if they can't argue either side? Isn't that part of being a lawyer? You've got to successfully argue when, either side. When I saw the story too this morning, the first thing that came to mind was: Do you guys recall a couple of years ago where this same thing played out in Stanford? I don't remember the name of the speaker, and they published all of the names of all of the law students that fought in opposition of this person speaking. And they said, well, you can't do that, because basically they, they realized none of them were going to get jobs or internships Did because they? of that. Yeah, and, and it, it almost turned into a massive lawsuit. How, Joe, how can you make a case, either defense or prosecution, without knowing what they're going to do across the aisle, what well, your opponent is going to do? How, how do you even... Start to do that, Joe. Well, at, well, Kenny, uh, the the answer has been taught at the University of Garage Logic. What we must do is take the long view, and what you're going to see 
is a future of a justice system that does not resemble anything you're currently accustomed to. It's already happening. You are going to have lawyers from the failed academy who are going to be making rash interpretations of the law. Well, you got Mary Moriality. I mean, she's 59 years old and she's corrupted. She's ideologically corrupted. You think these kids coming out of law school are going to care about fairness? They're they're on a mission for equity. They're not on a mission for justice. They're on a mission for equity. And unfortunately, they're going in front of judges who feel the same way. And and I told you before, we're going to get to the point where a doctor who is supposed to remove a cataract is going to remove your gallbladder Whoops. and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I must have missed, My bad. That. missed yeah. that one." Yeah, we're 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 in bad shape. We're in bad bad shape. She's been invited to speak as a Robert A. Stein. Class of 61 speaker. Historically, Stein speakers have included people such as uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Walter Mondale. So her invitation has shocked these precious snowflakes because she has conservative leanings. And they don't want to be exposed to them because they've been destroyed by the failed academy. Right. right. I don't think any of this is hyperbole. They've been destroyed by the failed academy. I think you need to make an exception because not everything coming out of law school has been a product of the failed academy. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened Turn by that what woman has... off. <laughs> it's like chalkboard fingernails. How high was she? Real high. When, I mean, like Chong high, Tommy Chong high, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Up in smoke, up in smoke high. I don't know, man. She had the car parked on the boulevard. It's right dog she ass. In the, in the... She didn't know she could drive a bus. My dog ate my stash, man. I had to follow him around for a week. <laughs> Gross. It is truly, truly pathetic. And you have no one at that failed institution they are a failed academy who is said who can say to these kids go bleep yourself if you were smart you'd attend the speech and learn something but the yeah. tickets are sold out now you want to make any bets who's going to win this that they'll cancel it yeah who's going to win this just does anyone at the U have the balls cite, to yeah. say, well, no, she's coming in here to speak, and if you don't like it, that's too bad. They'll cite Does public anyone safety. have that ability? No, no, they don't. No, not on any level in the private or public sector. Nobody will say that anymore. I missed the date. When is it supposed to happen? October 14th. Well, we're close enough, maybe. This, this is the, you know, the age we live in. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody's opinion counts. We don't want to offend All your, anybody. Dumbass ideas are legitimate. Nobody says sit down and shut up, you moron. Nope. Hey, sit down and shut up for five minutes. The country has yep. lost its ability to say go bleep yourself. Yep. It's a crying shame, damn right. it. We're run by cowards. You don't want your garage door company run by cowards. That's right. You want them to be men and women of the craft. I want the best. The craft of garage doormanship. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. The five-star Google ratings, they're common. Mm-hmm. The email I get is praiseworthy. Five stars. They work weekends uh, without charging extra. They represent the, mer- uh, the metro and western Wisconsin. They take care of everything. 
rollers, springs, all the stuff that I flinch when I th- hear it creaking. Leave it to a professional. I flinch. Leave I don't want to get hit in the head by a spring flying across the room at yeah. 200 miles an That'll hour. That'll happen, too. And they do the uh, openers. They'll fix that deal up and uh, everything you got. Uh, plus, you need a door. Yeah. They'll fix your door. If not, if they can't fix it, they'll offer you a, a variety of ways you can just choose a new door. And they'll put that on. I just painted mine. Will they paint doors? Probably no, not. they probably don't paint doors. Okay. What color? Uh, brown. Was it a good? Was it in good condition? The door is in good condition. All yes. right. They're from Precision Garage Door. They're your new garage door guy, and you yes. get the whole family. They're a Garage Logic family and a GLer owned business. Precision Garage Door. They fix doors correctly. Get to them online at precisiondoormn.com. Or you can call them at 612-263-6985. Brian Matura. Yeah? So let me get this straight. You're going to make some pasta for 12. You use a six-quart pot. And if you're serving a meat and cheese tray for 12... You go grab the tackle box. Let's go. Jesus Christ, Rook. Let's go. <laughs> grab the box. Keep them separate. Honey, do you put it in the fridge then when you don't you eat it all up? No, it's it's consumed. I've never we've never been to an event where it has not been fully consumed. How do you, you haul it around like a purse? Mm-hmm. You know, like a suitcase? Well, I have my purse in one hand and then the tackle box in the other. Now is it a purse or is it a clutch? It's a clutch. <laughs> okay. Because guys really don't need a full bag. We no. just need something for our cell phone exactly. and our wallet. And something to match the uh, the outfit that you have. Maybe on. some lipstick. Right. Some Vaseline. Well, Vaseline. Depending on where you're going. John, when you get to your midway point, yes. will you please throw it to Rookie? Rookie. And Rook, I do need both Escape and Ray and Welter today. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. <clears throat> nope. Let's go here. Nope. Chenzo says. And then one day, nope. yeah, yeah. Chenzo. Chenzo just had his birthday. What was he? What were you going to make? What was um, Nook trying to make? He a balloon had a, animal? He had a balloon animal, and it somehow came undone. So Mick grabbed it, and Mick went, <laughs> and gave it back to him. And he looked up at her, and he said, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not completed. That's, uh, that's not going to fly. No. Chanzo's <clears throat> a good guy. How old is he now? About 40? No, he's 22, 20. Sophia's age. Got it. We ready? Yeah. Kenny's got something here. Mine turns, my gal turns 55 on Friday. Well, I'm sure that'll be a big day. Uh, you make over? sure she's not wearing that bracelet. She's going to make some sandwiches, and then we're going to look at the Halloween the village? village. Yeah, the Halloween <laughs> village. I wouldn't. Don't you guys, a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life? Joe Souchere. Do you guys have like a romantic evening in the pumpkin patch? And by pumpkin patch, uh, I'm just going to tell you, that's a euphemism. <laughs> I, I personally don't. I don't know what you're talking There's to. There's Halloween romance. 
Halloween is romantic. Halloween romance. October is a romantic month. Talking to the king of Halloween. Matthew. There's John Heights. Yes. Here's Kenny Olsen. Well, he's yes. not doing anything, so I thought I'd go to Heights. Well, oh. maybe if you'd shut up and I could get a word in edgewise, I could talk about Moon Motorsports. <laughs> Family owned and operated for 50 years. It's the season, right? It's the season, Matthew. Season How did you know? Because I know the motorsport. <laughs> the motorsport. Motorsport. <laughs> Polaris. <laughs> Can-Am, Honda, Yamaha, Polaris, Ski-Doo. They're off-road experts here in Minnesota from bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-side, sleds. Moon Motorsports has the largest inventory selection in our area. You know what? You can see all the new and used units if you go to the website, moonmotorsports.com. Now, if you're somebody who enjoys the outdoors, do your outdoor endeavors continue throughout the fall and winter? Of course they do. You take your ice fishing, hunting, and snowmobiling to another level with a new unit, a new ATV, a side-by-side, or sled for Moon Motorsports. The employees at Moon, they're all outdoor enthusiasts, so they share your passions and they can help you find the right machine. And Moon Motorsports has available winter storage options for your bike. You can reserve a spot today. Family owned and operated just uh, about 25 minutes or so west of the metro, south side of 94, west of 25 in Monticello, and of course the web, moonmotorsports.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. And a uh, quick sports reminder again so you don't miss it. Twins, playoffs, 338 today. It's on ESPN. Are there buys in this first round of playoffs? Yes, the yeah. top two seeds in each league get a buy. Okay, who got the buy in the American League? Baltimore and who? Uh, Houston. Baltimore Houston. and Houston. Yeah. Right. Josh, should we go? The Dodgers. No, Let's go to the game today. I don't want Serious to question: Are they still the Houston Astros? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. God okay. Almighty! I didn't know. There's a lot of changes in sports. Commanders, yeah. you know. Cleveland Raiders. That's only a couple years Cleveland. old. Cleveland. Uh, Star uh, Tribune reporting Minnesota's legislative auditor decided Monday to open a preliminary inquiry into the governor's failed hiring of Aaron Dupree. Remember, Aaron was the state's first cannabis director. State legislative auditor Judy Randall said she'll request info about the appointment process from the governor's office. Dupree, a self described cannabis industry entrepreneur and hemp shop owner, stepped down one day after Governor Walls appointed her after a Star Tribune report revealed she had sold illegal products at her hemp store. The Walls administration appeared to be blindsided by reports of Dupree's illegal product sales, federal liens. A thorough vetting, thorough vetting. Yeah, and past lawsuits filed against her, raising questions of how thoroughly the governor's office actually did vet her and her background. She was Uh, a hemp shop owner. What's this? What's the song I'm thinking? Guess who? The song. Guess Who? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Albert Flasher. Albert Flasher. Brandon Albert Flasher. Do you guys happen to have the name of the guy that all the potheads are pushing now to take the job? I'm looking for I his don't. name right now. I'm not finding it, but he also comes from the industry. And my question is uh, won't there be a conflict of the interest? If we've got a guy or a gal who's from the industry and owns a shop in that position, I, I or do don't we know. even give? Do I we even care. give a? Yeah, don't we don't care. care. No, the country doesn't give a rat's ass about conflict of interest. Yeah. Otherwise, all these uh, third rail riders in Washington wouldn't become millionaires the day they're elected, right? How about Feinstein, hundred million. Yeah. Woo! But in her defense, her wasn't her I husband think, well, yeah. a big time hedge fund? Yeah, I doubt if he ever learned anything from her. So I think probably that's not. All the up no, and up. probably yeah. not. 
Minneapolis Police Department confirmed it started an internal investigation into a patrol officer's conduct. Uh, that officer works in the 4th Precinct. The officer hosts an OnlyFans site, which states, for a subscription fee, people have access to amateur pornography, sexual photos, and custom photos. Here's my badge. <laughs> MPD. I, I'm wrestling with this. I don't know where to be on this. Well, MP, MPD policy says all employees are prohibited from working off-duty under the following conditions. Any establishment that provides adult entertainment in the form of nude, semi-nude, or topless exhibitions. Well, then, then she's guilty. A spokesperson. Do we know it's for, a she? Uh, yes. Yeah, we do. We yeah. do. Okay. Yeah. I just don't know who yet. A spokesperson for Mayor Jacob Fry, Brooke, sound like you've been doing some investigating. No, I have not, but I was I was questioning Jay Carl's thorough investigation of it yesterday when I saw it on the news. The computer was smoking. Yes. It's all filters from the Hubbard Broadcasting uh, were burning up. Uh, we recorded tomorrow's Krabby this morning, and we covered this extensively. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. yeah. I'll listen. Incentive yeah. to listen. Yeah, I wouldn't. Was Dawn it's, on? It's not that great. Yeah, she's on. Okay, but, then I'll uh, listen. Uh, I, I was in a mood, so it's probably not that great. Mm. Are, you, are you shocked, Kenny? Was in a mood? He really yeah, knows okay. how to promote that show, doesn't he? <laughs> don't waste your time. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, it. You know, and I talked to our boss this morning. I've been meaning to bring it up. That show isn't going to be around much longer. And I don't care how much money the company loses. I'm pulling the plug on this thing. It's a giant, stinking piece of ass. Oh, my God. I'm sick of it. A spokesperson. Yeah. Anyway, listen to the Krabby Coffee Shop. I'm listening right. now. Right. No, it's not good, Joe. I, I know what good is, and it's not good. Mm-hmm. Continuing on with the well, story. Don't do anything to make it good. Right. A sp- spokesperson for Mayor Jacob Fry issued a statement which said, quote, if all we're talking eh. about is naked pictures behind a paywall, the mayor has no issue. However, the chief will determine if there are policy violations. An MPD spokesperson issued a statement on behalf of Chief Brown O'Hara, which said, we take any allegations of policy violations seriously, and the chief has ordered an investigation. MPD did not give a timeline for completion of you know the, what the chief's investigation. Thoroughly examined. Thoroughly. He's going to have to call uh, Jay Cole. Say, How did you get through all those? This. And you know what? The mayor's office, they just said, eh. We also did a, a story on Krabby about a teacher from Missouri who's in trouble for the same thing. Yeah. And our main question for both of these stories is who found them out? And who snitched? Who, yeah, who snitched? Yeah, who ratted on this Snitches cop? Snitches get stitches, okay? Who ratted on this cop? Yeah. And who ratted on the teacher? The other thing we talked about were who perhaps we should... for teacher? Van Halen. Oh, Van Halen. Perhaps we should pay teachers and police officers more since the woman in Missouri makes $150,000, no, $15,000 a month on OnlyFans. So. She anyway. must be fetching. And only 42 teaching a year? 42, 42 a year? grand a working, uh, working yeah. as a teacher. In and then I also had some di- um, more inquiries, like how much would it cost to see your feet covered in Mrs. Butterworth oh, and no. stuff like that. <laughs> and it sounds like it's just one. He's that guy. It's just one charge per month. So you know. In other news, the Star Tribune reporting on I was trying to figure out who Mrs. Butterworth is. Is she a neighbor? Syrup on your feet? If you're whatever you whatever you're into, dude. I don't know. You're you're a weirdo. I don't know what you're game. into. It's all part of the game. Yeah, but if Joe did it, he'd have to tighten up his shoes first. They don't fit right anymore. <laughs> See all that butterworth come squeezing out. 
The Tribune reporting it's moving on without an editorial. That raised his eyebrows. Hey, 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 I would like to hear this story. that raised his eyebrows. I saw that. This follows an announcement that Mike... Now, start it over, John, because you were rudely interrupted by these morons. Oh, seven or eight times. The Mm -hmm. Star Tribune, it's a complaint I get mostly in email. Tell us idiots to shut up. The Star Tribune reporting on itself. uh, They're reporting they're moving on without an editorial cartoonist. Following an announcement yesterday that Mike Thompson would be moved from a full-time role to a freelance position. In a note to readers posted in the opinion section of the Star Tribune's website early Monday night, the news outlet characterized the move as, quote, a business decision. Aside from praising Thompson's work, the company declined any further comment. This would be the first time the Star Tribune would be without a full-time editorial cartoonist in decades. Before Thompson, Steve Sachs spent over 40 years as the newspaper's cartoonist. Asked for a reaction to the change, Thompson said he's excited to try something new. In a phone interview, Sachs said he was sad and upset about the move, calling it a terrible decision and describing Thompson as a very good cartoonist. Sachs said it's not moving forward, it's moving backward, a real loss to the readers. Sachs, a member of the Association of American Editorial Cartoonists, said the number of jobs in the field have plummeted over the years. He said there are now fewer than 24 full-time editorial cartoonists in the U.S. There had once been more than 100. Thompson, best known to readers in Michigan, where he was an award-winning 21-year artist at the Detroit Free Press before he joined USA Today in 2019. He declined further comment when asked for additional (laughs) thoughts on the change and the paper's reasons behind it. It's still being worked out, he said, how often his work will publish. Remember Gindin? Anybody remember Gindin? Sure. Sure, I'd love to go back and look at some of his work. He wasn't an editorial cartoonist. He was just a cartoonist. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and I would love to go back and look at his work and try to decide how much it would not have been allowed today. I was just going to bring this up with you, Joe. You've been reading editorial cartoons for years, yeah. and would it be safe to assume that a lot of those cartoons are coming from the left and they're bashing the right? Oh, a absolutely. lot of them are absolutely. And all of those cartoons that you've read and looked at, have you ever taken pen to paper or grabbed a microphone? and shouted and screamed and cried Never. and act like a big wussy. Never. Why? Because you're not a coward. The newspaper is run by cowards, read by cowards. The state is run by a coward. They're all cowards. You'll recall we tried to get this Mike Thompson on yeah. the mm-hmm. show. Yep. yep. Because the, about the first week he arrived here, right away, he had a cartoon that was the, the uh, cowards didn't like it because... Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. a picture of a couple or something that came out of their house, and they were listening to a lot of noise, and it was gunfire yeah. or something, and <clears throat> and uh, he was taken to task for that. I do remember and that. And we offered him a chance to come on. He would not. Probably trying to save his gig. But who are you kidding? They got him because he might have, God forbid, he might have a, a GL thought in his head. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's I think just he's amazing. Be, to be pretty well-rounded in terms of his views since he's been there in terms of the cartoons that have run. I mean, see the precious uh, editorial, see the precious edit lead, big editorial in today's Star Tribune. What was the, it? The marathon organizers made the right choice. Wasn't there another one about the, the, the climate activists or said there was something on the t- Star Tribune social media account as well. That I, I saw. I don't go to their account. Okay. Uh, well, did you see the story? Was it A or B? Uh, I don't know which section. Marathon season keeps warming up. That's the headline. Subheadline: 
climate change could disrupt more events. So, and they're selling it as yesterday or the Sunday's um, cancel. Cancel. Of course they did. Cancellation. Thank you. As 100% related to climate change. We're getting pretty softened up, aren't we? Cowards. Cowards. Why don't we take a break at this point in the show and hear from our buddy, Matthew, Matthew, Mr. McCulphy. I'll talk to you about Welther, Welther Heating, Ray and Welther Heating. You go to welterheating.com and you're going to find a plethora of information on how to maybe do it yourself, fix something that's broken. Yes, they have blogs, they have information for free. Of course, if something's serious and making a lot of noises, they don't recommend you do tech work on it. You call 612-825-6867. A live human being will answer the phone and direct your call appropriately. That is the easiest thing you can do. You can go online to welterheating.com. That's all right. They, Welter family loves garage logic. You can play any that. button you want, and they're going to be happy about it. Uh, Welter Heating has been around, speaking of the family, for 100 years, four generations. Their techs are second to none. And again, don't fall for the fly-by-night catchy jingle. Welters, they don't really have a jingle. They have, yeah, air-condition your shelter with Ray and Welter. It's not extravagant. But it's worked the past 100 years. So trust someone to retire that air conditioner for the year or make sure that heating unit is ready for the harsh Minnesota winters. 612-825-6867. Heating, cooling, and air purification. Air condition or heat your shelter with Ray and Welter. I should put that to music. I was trying to look for the line when Homer Simpson goes, <laughs> Marmaduke. Marmaduke. <laughs> Cartoonist. Love that. He's sitting in the chair looking at the funnies, <laughs> laughing at Marmaduke, who's not funny. Who else? Did Did the governor like Marmaduke? No, but we. I poked fun. I poked. I, I kind of cross-referenced the two. <laughs> that crazy Marmaduke. What was he a fan of? Didn't he like a comic strip? Superman. Wasn't really a comic strip, but he no, liked I Superman. He, I thought, okay, I thought there was a comic strip he liked. I'm getting my wires crossed. He's going to the um, Surly Field for Hemp Day or what you call it Day or Dope Day. I just With saw Hemp it. John. Hemp, hemp Day. Hemp John. <laughs> Take the call, Rook. <laughs> we got thirty seconds. I don't care. <laughs> You see the price to restore the governor's mansion has gone up, Joe? No. Yeah. Twelve eight now from seven one in June. I thought I had the story. I guess I don't. The Legacy Cup, a cannabis celebrating event, attracted between twelve thousand and fifteen thousand people to the Surly Festival Field this weekend, including <coughs> Governor Jesse Ventura. They're going to have 15,000 people over there? I think they did already. Attracted. The Legacy Cup. All right, everybody. Smoke your engines. Is that the, over the course of a couple of days? I have no idea. I don't even know what that is. I, I can't click on it. All right. Maybe if I click on Jesse Ventura. More than 12,000 people attended Legacy Cup, a celebration of cannabis. And... 
Sat it was Saturday. Wow. All right, uh, Rook. When John's done before we break, give me a scope, okay. and then we're and then we're golden, pony boy. That uh, that up north place you frequent, Joe. Who who puts in and takes out the dock? He's got people. Any idea what it costs? I don't, but I can find out. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't need anybody. Well, then what do you want to know for? Uh, because it's going to cost my dad $350, so he's decided that I'm going to do it because my time isn't worth anything. 350 I'd pay that in a heartbeat. I'm thinking about paying it instead of going up there and doing it. Yeah. He says, well, I have the tractor to do it. Uh-huh. But... Can we go here, there. please? Let's go. Get that tractor over there. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Is there uh, anything into me, Chris, or no? Just just you, John. Just me. No, okay. no ad. Okay. okay. Joe's ready. Keep. Keep. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Well, aren't we waiting for John? Yeah, that's my fault. I was uh, proofreading a first story here again. I see. <laughs> House what's, Speaker, what's proofreading? What's that? Yeah, exactly. House Speaker Kevin <laughs> McCarthy. You never get past the first paragraph anyway, Chris. Uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, is bringing up that uh, Matt Gates motion to oust him as Speaker today. Uh, and it looks like Democrats are still signaling they will not save McCarthy. Uh, they, now, they've started, I believe. They were supposed to start around 1230 our time. It always runs a little late, but I can't find anything on Twitter to see how it's going so far. But McCarthy said, if I counted how many times someone wanted to knock me out, I would have been gone a long time ago. During a more than two-hour caucus meeting, Democrats were strongly encouraged to vote to not support McCarthy as he fights for the job. Gates, a Republican hardliner, has criticized how McCarthy handled spending and budget fights. McCarthy, who received a standing ovation during the GOP conference meeting, defended working with Democrats to keep government funded, according to folks who are at the meeting. Representative, Representative Victoria Sparks, a Republican from Indiana, announced that she'll consider resigning from Congress if they don't create a debt commission by the end of this year. She said in a statement last night, I've done many different things, being one woman standing many times with many very long hours and personal sacrifices, but there is a limitation to human capacity. She added, if Congress does not pass a debt commission this year to move the needle on the crushing national debt and inflation, at least at the next debt ceiling increase at the end of 2024, I will not continue sacrificing my children for this circus with a complete absence of leadership vision, and spine. President Joe Biden's son, as you heard earlier, Hunter Biden, formally entering a plea of not guilty to felony gun charges today, setting up the possibility of a high-profile trial as his father embarks on a re-election bid in the coming year. Appearing in the same federal courthouse in Delaware, where his plea deal with prosecutors fell apart over the summer, the younger Biden indicated he would fight the three-count indictment brought last month by special counsel David Weiss. The, after entering his plea, uh, the attorney for Biden, Abe Lobel, uh, Lowell, signals his intention to file a motion to dismiss the government's case. He said they would challenge the constitutionality of at least one charge and argue that the elements of his prior plea agreement remain in effect. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, Joe, John Kelly, the longest serving White House chief of staff for Donald Trump and a former general in the U.S. Marines, 
offered his harshest criticism yet of former President Trump in a statement released yesterday. Uh, Kelly set the record straight with on-the-record confirmation of a number of damning stories about statements that Trump made behind closed doors attacking U.S. service members and veterans, listing a number of comments Kelly witnessed Trump make firsthand. Uh, Kelly wrote, what can I add that has not already been said? A person that thinks those who defend their country in uniform or are shot down or seriously wounded in combat or spend years being tortured as POWs are all suckers because there is nothing in it for them. A person that did not want to be seen in the presence of military amputees because it, quote, doesn't look good for me. A person who demonstrated open contempt for a Gold Star family, for all Gold Star families on TV during the campaign, and rants that our most precious heroes who gave their lives in America's defense are losers and wouldn't visit their graves in France. He continued, a person who is not truthful regarding his position on the protection of unborn life, on women, on minorities, on evangelical Christians, on Jews, on working men and women, a person that has no idea what America stands for and has no idea what America is all about, a person who cavalierly suggests that a selfless warrior who has served his country for 40 years in peacetime and war should lose his life for treason in expectation that someone will take action, a person who admires autocrats and murderous dictators, a person that has nothing but contempt for our democratic institutions, our constitution, and the rule of law. He wrapped the message up by saying there is nothing more that can be said. God help us. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we know what uh, John Kelly thinks at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. Who? What do you want? Who? Who? State Senator from North Dakota. His wife and their two young children died when the small plane they were traveling in crashed soon after refueling in Utah. Doug Larson's death was confirmed Monday in an email that Republican Senate Majority Leader Dave Hogue sent out to his fellow senators. The plane crashed Sunday evening shortly after taking off from Canyonlands Airfield, about 15 miles north of desert recreation town of Moab, according to a Grand uh, County Sheriff's Department. The Sheriff's Office said the senator was the pilot all four on board the plane were killed. Larson was a Republican, first elected to the North Dakota Senate in 2020. His district uh, comprises Mandan. Larson chaired a Senate panel that handled industry and business legislation. He served 29 years in the North Dakota Army National Guard. Pope Francis suggests it may be possible to bless same-sex unions in a newly public response to cardinals who questioned the Pope's affirmation of the LGBTQ community in the Catholic Church. In the July letter, which is written in Spanish, he reaffirmed that the church has a very clear understanding of marriage, an exclusive, stable, and indissolvable union between a man and a woman naturally open to procreation. However, he advocated for pastoral charity. The defense of objective truth is not the only expression of this charity. It also includes kindness, patience, understanding, tenderness, and encouragement. Uh, $1.2 billion. Up for grabs in the next Powerball drawing. That when is that drawing? Tomorrow evening. Maybe Joe. I'll buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. One point two billion, the third largest purse in the American lottery game's history, and the biggest so far this year. A grand prize which has an estimated cash value of five hundred fifty-one point seven million dollars continued its ascent through billion-dollar territory after no ticket matched all the numbers drawn last night. A planned test this week of the nationwide emergency alert system has led to conspiracy claims that people's cell phones will be used to activate nanoparticles introduced into people's bodies. FEMA, no. will, 
No. FEMA, well, I think FEMA, that's going to happen. Very capable of doing that. I'm turning my phone off tomorrow. FEMA will so conduct. I don't want no nanobodies. <laughs> FEMA will conduct the test at about 1.20 on Wednesday. One test signal will be sent to radios and televisions using the same familiar audio tone. We all remember it. It's been in use since the 60s. Uh, some social media users, however, have been imploring followers to shut off their cell phones because they they think it's part of a broader conspiracy to exert control over the population. One video, very popular right now on social media, shows a woman claiming the test will somehow switch on technology that's been introduced in people's bodies. Mm. Woman says, it's "Oh, a, the, yeah, you the, got it. Yep. The COVID shot. That's it. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right." Woman says it's not a test. It's going to be sending these high-frequency signals into cell phones, radios, and TVs. And the intention is activating nanoparticles, including graphene oxide. Stanley it's Perlman. Your favorite. I right. snort that stuff for breakfast. <laughs> Come on. Now called zero, I think it's called Zero Hour. The premise is kind of fun. Ten people were selected by the government to see if they can disappear for 30 days without being detected by the huh. government. And the winner will get $3 million. So it's these 10. Well, that's easy. No, it isn't. The, uh, and the te- it's written by a guy from New Zealand. And the, the technology, if, if half his book is true about the technology, you, you can't disappear. You Are can't you kidding get off me? the grid. That's the easiest for 30 days? Yeah. Well, Are, we're talking about the government, right? You just be quiet. It's some bad <laughs> billionaire type like Bill Gates or somebody who's <laughs> dreamed up this program hmm. to uh, uh, to uh, challenge Google, and he's, he can find you in 30 days given his technological now, snooping. So somebody would have to hide from the government for 30 days, so like a Jeffrey Epstein. Joe, this is a coloring book, right? Yeah. Go ahead, John. Well, what's so, the, so wait, what, uh, one person wins the money. What happens I, to the rest of the people? I'm not done with the book. Oh, I don't know the end yet. The government <laughs> isn't going to come looking for you until you stop paying your taxes. Then they're going to look for you. Oh, this I, is. It, I could hide from the government for 30 days. No, Hell, no. I don't have to go anywhere. Never mind. Here's Never what mind. I got out of this conversation. Joe, is it okay when I want to, when, like, say, Chris and Kenny talk, can I just go, oh, you just be quiet. Can I do yeah, that? I guess so. Yes, is that all right? You, you probably <laughs> should do that. I, yeah. I can do yeah. that, too. John, why don't we just say to you, thank you. Okay. Yeah. That'll do why that. don't you be quiet, John? Okay, well, I'll, be, I'll be quiet. Something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I gave short shrift to this uh, Star Tribune editorial today. There's more here than meets the eye. Marathon made the right call for what? Canceling. No, what did they make? For safety. For safety. safety. Yeah, for safety. safety. And you get to this paragraph. Uh, First of all, this this editorial is all over the map. It it has a theme problem. And they're saying this is too bad and it's tough because runners are just that. They're tough. They're willing to train in nearly every element. In fact, many had already done so through the summer's extreme heat. And you get this paragraph. But not all of them. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and not all of them would have likely been able to run without the risk of heat-related ailments. So really what this is, whether it was conscious or unconsciously uh, arrived at by the organizers, this became an equity issue. Yeah. And what's funny is the first three or so letters to the editor. I, I read them. Yeah. They all echo 
the editorial. Right. They all say that they're really disappointed, but they're thankful that it was canceled. That theme basically was played out in each letter. That that equity issue is going to take us into just a complete non-functioning state of yeah. life. No, we're we're already you, you a joke. Can't, you can't yeah. do anything no. if you're going to have to have equity for everything. We're a joke on the world stage. How can you have a fishing contest, for example? No, you, you can't. can't. What if Done. a guy catches three bass and you only got one? I want my. I want my. Uh, well, that's not fair to the guy who got right. one. I want my medal. Where's want... the? Is, this equity thing is absolutely ruinous. And then I waited for them to get climate change in, and they did not disappoint me. With little or no flexibility on race times, the race date, traditionally the first Sunday in October, should be reconsidered going forward. One single day cannot be attributed to climate change, but the Twin Cities did just experience the warmest September ever, and Sunday set an all-time October temperature record by about a degree or two over 1897. Mm. So perhaps a later date in the month would be prudent. Hmm. Well, why? Okay, Star Tribune editorialist, you, you let's pick a later day in the month, the third Sunday in October, all right? Well, you're still going to have people to get heat exhaustion, no matter what. No matter what. So what are you going to do? If this, if this is all about equity, you can't have this thing anymore. You can't heat, do anything anymore. Heat exhaustion? What happens if we get hit by a blizzard? Or a Third blizzard. week in October. Whatever. My point being, on the one hand, here they say runners are tough and they've prepared and they worked hard. But not all of them. Right. Well... Bleep the not all of them. Then they yep. shouldn't run right. the damn right. thing. Janice laws. is still running the damn Janice thing. Janice is still Janice. out there. I don't think she's running. The laws are made for the weakest among us. It's like being on the freeway. We're all at the... Uh, <laughs> one guy goes 50, we all have to go 50. This it's, is... This is so... Uh, yeah. This is incredible. Cowards. It's absolutely incredible. Because if you factor in an equity dynamic to everything you're going to do in America, you're not going to get anything done. Right. You can't. Rump. They carry their balls in a thimble. Or a tackle box. And, and the way to have exercised uh, the correct authority over this matter is, why don't you pull up your pants and say, this race is not for anybody who hasn't worked hard. So then you can't, they got to come right. up with a qualifier. You can't just say, hey, I'm running, let's go. No, that doesn't qualify. Because you're not going to solve this problem. If equity is the problem, you're not going to solve it by changing the date. We want everybody to have the same time. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> what if I want everyone to have the same opportunity? I do. To travel. Traveling is just fantastic when you know what the hell you're doing. That's where EscapeWithUsVacations.com comes in. If you would like to get in touch with Maria and Teresa, and I would like you to, I would is like somebody going to bring the tackle box full of cheese and meat. Uh, I bet. I bet Croatia is already onto that. Right. They're already on the drink. You know, they're they're right there. Yep. They've got the meats and the cheeses. Yes, I'll bring do. the crackers. Right. I might even bring the tackle box for you guys. It's going to be the trip of a lifetime. It's going to be next year, July. Of 2024, the 14th of July to the 21st, eight-day cruise from Split to Dubrovnik in Croatia. The Adriatic King is already full. The Adriatic Queen is filling up fast. 
I really want you to go to the website. I want you to check this out. People call and say, what's what's the deal? Here's the deal. Go to escapewithusvacations.com. Check out the seven nights, eight day cruise, the accommodations. Everything is right there with what the price includes. Croatia is a beautiful, beautiful country. The coast is fantastic. How do I know this? Because my sisters have already been on the trip before. That's why they said it would be a great idea. So, GLers, if you would like to have a blast next year, go to escapewithusvacations.com and book your trip. You get everything right up front there. And if you want to contact them by phone, you certainly can do that. Talk to Teresa and Maria, 651-788-4338. My other disclaimer about uh, using a travel agent, you always should, especially when it's a family trip, when something very important is going to happen. If something goes wrong, and it does in the airline industry, you need to have a friend, someone who can be an advocate for you. That's what travel agents do, and that's where EscapeWithUsVacations.com goes up and takes the extra mile. They'll talk to the people if there's a problem, and you can have peace of mind. 651-788-4338. The trip of a lifetime next year to Croatia. EscapeWithUsVacations.com. Call today. My uh, nephew, no, it wouldn't be my nephew, it would be Jennifer's nephew, went to Croatia and and thought he had died and gone to heaven. Uh, upstairs, they go to Croatia. She loves it. He went on some whitewater adventure, and then they went trout fishing, and then the Croatian cook made the meal, and they had they bring out a tablecloth. They put the wines Let's on go. the table. Why aren't you going with us? I can't. You're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, it'll be a blast. I can't wait. And the people that have signed up are really fun, too. Well, it's got to be a riot. Yeah. I mean, you're going to attract... Uh, you know, the rookie crowd, it's going to be a riot. Let's go. Are you ready? Yeah. Are we done with ads? <laughs> Let's go. Someone's got a tea type. That's right. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. Flashlight, check. Tool belt, check. Attitude, check. He's going in. Joe Souchere. Dean Carlson in Hibbing is a miner. Okay. And he writes, hail the flashlight king. Hail Hail you. you. Joe, I'm listening to the uh, September 29 show about the proposed mining in Canada at the Ring of Fire. I have to uh, ask, uh, don't any of you listen to yourselves as you read stories? No. In one of the paragraphs, it stated it would be an underground mine. Underground. The trees and peat will not be wiped away from the land. And as Kenny described it, a duck hunting paradise that would still exist. We actually did mention that, didn't we? Yeah. I've noticed you've made the same mistake in regards to copper nickel mining in northeastern Minnesota. Maybe in the future the dummies will pay better attention to the distinction between mining and underground mining, but I doubt it. There's probably a ball game on TV for Chris to watch. Kenny is too busy thinking about roadworthy rescues, and Rookie is again lost in some food-related post. John is off the hook. He was off during that episode. 
I am not claiming to be a mining expert, but I do work in one of the taconite mines on the range. I would also request that the position of garage logic pirate bestowed upon me after losing an eye because of cancer. Good luck, Dean Carlson mm. Hibbing. Okay, you're the pirate, Dean. Right. Really? Really? I know. I would invite him to kiss my ass. Maybe he should do his own podcast. Ooh, yeah. Be given the information five seconds before you start talking about it. Seriously, well, he, 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 since you're so damn smart. Well, Kenny's, Kenny's crabby today. I don't Dean, know you, you can. Noticed. There is a podcast available. It's called the Crabby Coffee Shop. So now, don't can, listen to that. I don't want this guy writing me letters for something right. I don't give a rat's ass about. Don't call your names on that one too. Find another podcast. I, what I'm opposed plague to. Plague them with your stupidity. <laughs> what wow. I'm opposed to, Dean, is any mining to make electric batteries. I, I just don't think the electric car is the way to go. I think it's a government car. And I don't like the government, and I don't trust the government. Just a minute. Tim Buck, too, always writes good stuff. The best example of the folly of electric buses is Jackson, Wyoming, which recently purchased eight electric buses for a million dollars each. That's about wow. twice the cost of a diesel bus, but the electric buses are subsidized by federal taxpayers. All, elect all eight electric buses have now broken down, and they are unable to get replacement parts. The California company that manufactured these buses filed for bankruptcy in August. The last of the electric buses went out of service two months ago, and some of the broken buses have been awaiting parts for several months. The director of the Jackson Bus Program said that his agency still isn't sure when those parts will come or when its electric fleet will be running again. On yesterday's podcast, you discussed South Dakota school districts receiving electric buses from the Clean School Bus Program. This is a massive federal program that will spend $5 billion on electric school buses over the next five years. In South Dakota, all of those American tax dollars went to a Canadian company called Lion Electric. The company has been around since 2008, but it is still not profitable. Last year, Lion Electric lost over $49 million on $200 million in gross sales. Two years ago, its stock was selling at $14 per share, but yesterday it closed at $1.82 per share. That's a decline of 87%. That tells you that the smart money has been bailing out on this company for two years. Anything under 5 bucks a share is considered a penny stock in the financial industry, and that is usually a big red flag for a possible bankruptcy. The Jackson experience illustrates the absurdity of buying electric buses in northern states like Wyoming and South Dakota. During the winter months, the Jackson buses could only run for a few hours each day and then had to return to the depot at midday to recharge. They had to be replaced by another electric bus when one was available or by a diesel-powered bus. I think people are finally realizing that subsidizing electric buses buses is like putting lipstick on a pig it doesn't make it any more attractive this is from cowboy state daily which is a wyoming newspaper only cowboy state daily only because they come to us all the way from the traveling limans who are ensconced who are ensconced in eden prairie it was on this day october 3rd in 1887 that horse cars began hauling passengers in St. Cloud. Hmm. It was on this day in 1951 that Dave Winfield was born. Hmm. He might have been the most versatile athlete the state has ever produced based on his performance at the U of M, 
professional teams in three different sports, basketball, football, and baseball, would draft him. Uh, his choice would be baseball, and he played for several teams, including the Twins, accumulating, well, mostly San Diego, accumulating 12 All-Star game appearances, 3,110 career hits, 465 home runs. He was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 01. And Ricey walked into the wrong house. Yes. Wasn't it? Because it was the same year as Kirby. That's yeah. right. No, that was a different visit. He walked into the wrong house. Gotcha. On this day in 1977. Joe, today's October 3rd. Rosalie Wall became the first female justice appointed to the state Supreme Court. And on this day in 1997. Hmm. 1003. International passenger ship traffic returned to Minnesota when the Columbus, carrying a load of German passengers, visited the Duluth Superior Harbor. Huh. Huh. Weren't they flirting with uh, rough weather at this late date? Or maybe maybe the weather doesn't turn foul until November when you have the, the gales. Ah. The gales of November ah, yes. when the F. Scott Fitzgerald went down. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah. If I may uh, correct you on one thing, Joe, uh, Dave Winfield, eight years with San Diego, eight and a half in New York. So, oh my God. <laughs> hey, that's my job. I'm here to you know, make sure things go correctly. I haven't oh. been able to correct all the other stuff you guys have been talking about all day because uh, you know how many so an hour and a half show. But how many with the twins? Uh, the twins, uh, we got two. Uh, Chris is correct. Yes. Did he I end his we, career in Minnesota? Toronto? Before, no, Cleveland. He played with Cleveland. Oh, that's right. I he, forgot he, he played with the tribe. He came from here or to here from Toronto. It's pretty weird though. The three Hall of Famers grew up in about a five mile radius. Yeah. Soon to be four. Who's the fourth? Well, Joe's going to go in. Oh, Joe. Uh, Molitor. Uh, Morris. Morris. Morris and Winfield all grew up uh, roughly all the same age. All grew up in the uh, but, in, in central St. Paul. But As none a, of them created the double pump layup. They right. didn't. But he, Hall of Fame. That's Hall of Fame work, man. The double pump layup. I bet you was, there's no other part of the country that can claim that. Oh, sure. Huh? California, I bet. I was going to say, did, I thought Roycey no. did a thing about that, didn't he? Uh, I don't remember. When, uh, when <laughs> Joe retired. <laughs> what about Townsend hockey players? I would think Minnesota would do well. Oh, I forgot regard. to bring this up yesterday on Monday Night Sports Talk. How about the cool photo from Henry's um, ceremony at the War Road uh, rink mm-hmm. when they brought the cat? That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't see that? You know, Henry was the one who fought to preserve the name Warriors. I didn't yeah, know, yeah he did. He yeah, did. I saw he said that on the air, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. he learned to skate fast. He heard the ice crack <laughs> That's on right. the river. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, GLers. Yes, many thanks. Many thanks, Rookie, GLers. thank you for the double pump layup. The double pump layup can never be... Um, <laughs> can never be um, recreated. It has to only be done by the original. I think I have a patent on that. Uh, if you'd like to see the double pump layup, I think it's available. I'm not sure. Might be available on YouTube, but you have to subscribe Subscribe to Garage Logic. So go to YouTube, subscribe to Garage Logic, and then just be entertained. That's all we're asking for you. Go to garagelogic.com, sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council, like so many smart people already have. 
10 bucks a month or $100 for the year gets you entertainment you cannot purchase anywhere. And no OnlyFans. Maybe we need an OnlyFans page. Is that okay in Garage Logic? Watch Joe tighten up his shoes. Watch OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, anyway, the town council at garagelogic.com, as well as there's some attire. There's some attire coming up for the. Um, Halloween festivities. Nice Garage Logic shirt. Sure. I did, Cha. Mary Moriarty. Joe is ready. To pee. Joe, how are you? I'm so happy to be back. Why do you give those guys airtime when you know how wrong they are? Who? That. Dingling from uh, uh, Hibbing. He was oh. wrong on all of that stuff. You covered that. We covered it. All right, Joe, I'm ready. Uh, Gavin Newsom comes through with another first. N E W S O M, right? Yep. Comes through. Yep. Nobody at the U of M has a swimsuit area. Oh, wait, shoot. No sentence. Okay. Mary Moriarty makes the Daily Mail. Yep. John Hyde News. John, don't forget to send me news stories. I'm doing that right now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Oh, goodness. It is N-E-W-S-O-M, right? N-E-W-S-O-M. Why is it coming up as a squiggly? Doesn't it end in E? No. No, it's, Peter. No, it's O-M. Yeah. John, have you ever had problem uh, problems trying to delete a PDF file? I've got a PDF file that will not go away, no matter if, what I do. If you oh. don't own the ownership rights to it, Kenny, it won't allow you to delete it from a company-issued desktop. I've discovered that. So if that's a Hubbard computer, that might be a it's, problem. It's something that I... Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a... Yeah. Tony, Tony, turn around. Something's lost and must be found. You got to pray to St. Anthony. What? What? I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> no, St. Anthony's patron saint of lost. Tony, Tony, turn around. Something's lost must be found. Voodoo. Peter, I can see your house from here. I was kind of surprised those two didn't say anything about the Pope. Right, what do we got? One thirty. I got yeah, to The Pope story you did? Yeah. I ripped that thing out. I tore it. I highlighted a bunch of stuff, and they just let it go by. I assumed I'd hear something, too, but, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, come on, you bastard. Sorry, John. Oh, uh, you fat bastard. You know what I should do? What should you do? I should take my kids out of school and take them to the ball game tomorrow. Take me out to. The Although it's gonna get, isn't it gonna be cra kind of crappy out tomorrow? I should have done it today. Yeah, sixty something, right? I think. I should have done it today. God, I'm a bad father. You're a bad dad, Chris. 
bad, well, bad. We do have football, though, at 5. That's that's problematic. F oh. that. Those days for me are... You miss it, though. Uh, <laughs> Gabe, did, Gabe didn't play football. Matthew did play football. I have a picture on my garage fridge, and it's a thing that my mom sent me a long time ago, and it says, one day... There's going to be no more games to yeah. go to. Yeah, we've done that And I already. think about that every single time. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to go to practice tonight. Hockey was the worst. That's what that lady said to Mick. We have to go here, and then we're going to go here, and I'll cross. And the lady said, someday there's not going to be any more games, so enjoy right. it while you can. Right. And she said, I just changed my perspective, she said. Yep. And now that's where we are without any fucking grandkids. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad we don't do hockey. I, I couldn't handle that. Hockey was great. Hockey was the F worst, that. but great. F the worst was when Matthew played hockey, but was also on the swim team. So you'd have to go from hockey to the hot, sweaty oh. University of St. Thomas. And that was just, or vice versa. We, we, Mick and I usually tried to split squad, but if it was a meet, we both had Thankfully, to be there. Thankfully, football's short enough where, because he started, he starts basketball, but football's, last week of football's a week from Saturday. Yeah, well, uh, we're just starting. The bikes are just starting right now. All right, I got to go to work. Bye, bros. See you, Rook. See you, Johnny Cake. More note at Guardy? Is that the first pitch? That's no. tomorrow. Today's, today's Today is TK to Herbeck. Euchre's throwing out for the Brewers today. Jason Isbell will be throwing out a Braves first pitch. I like that. What? Why? He's a huge Braves fan, gigantic. Well, BFD, not for the playoffs. Well, he's also very famous. I mean, you know. So. BFD, you he's don't know. You do that for a Tuesday night in June. You don't do that for a freaking playoff game. Well, well, you're right. I'm That's I'm serious. Well, okay. Some, some country music guy that he's not likes. a country music guy. Jesus God, this is why you don't listen to any good music, Chris. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I actually, no, I, I'm what's worse I than do. Niger Morgan throwing out the first pitch, second I, game of the Brewers? I, I agree. Uh, no, Niger it, Morgan. It, well, wait, wasn't he a player though? At least, well, he was, but so what? At so least that's a connection guy. to the team. You don't have some. Okay, Jason Isbell has a connection. No, to the he's team. no. He, did he play left field for him? <sighs> no, he didn't. John, I'm, I'm you're wrong, and I'm you know you're wrong. I'm not wrong. I, I'm I, bringing this up tomorrow. Go ahead. For uh, okay, again, you're you're not understanding my parameters that I've set in place. When I've officially well, I officially become like your commissioner parameters. of baseball, <laughs> I will hail over all of this. I, I don't like your parameters. You can so do this on a Tuesday for a home See, now, game in I the middle become, of June. When no I problem. become commissioner, it'll be every rock star fan of those teams. So there, no. take that. No, That's for my playoffs, it has to be something team related. <laughs> Even I don't even like Morneau throwing it to Guardy. I think it should be Guardy throwing it to Morneau, but whatever. That's fine. What they at least both played and or managed the team. Okay. In Guardy's case, both. No. I would say the same thing if they had freaking Prince coming out to do I'd it. I love it. Oh, that'd be great. Prince throwing God. out first pitch for a playoff game. This is why this is why the country's going to hell. Well, no, it's right not. here. Yes, you it guys, is. you guys today. Oh my God. I just kept shutting off my mic. It was like the hyperbole was just... Unbearable. I didn't really talk much today. Why are you mad at me? You, oh, not you. Well, you didn't much. Kenny, though, was just out of control. Kenny was awfully cranky today. Oh, that's why God. That's why I didn't want to talk, because I didn't, I didn't feel like arguing with anybody. Except yeah. for this. This is... I'm going to stand on my soapbox. 
And now he's going to stand on his soapbox. No, you, some country artist doesn't get to throw out a pitch at a playoff he's game. Not a country artist, rock artist, know. whatever the hell he is. Jesus God, he's in between. He's he was he's alt country, right? Wouldn't that you call it that? I would. Well, but he's more of a rock and roller than most of the rock and roll bands today. I mean, he's he. Trust me, after seeing him in concert, he's. Uh, oh, there's your email. Finally. I love the truck. Uh, Yesterday when I gave you shit about not knowing a single person, the twins laughed. You go, Buxton. He's not even on the freaking roster. He's not on the roster. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, How do I find out who's throwing out? Who who else is home? Twins, Brewers. uh, Um, The other one is the Rays. Rays. In the American League. They're hosting the other team. The other team. They're hosting the Rangers. Playoff. How about that? The Rangers went from having a freaking bye to now they're on the road. Yeah. Because they couldn't beat Seattle. Beat Seattle, yeah. Um they're not gonna tell. They probably don't have anybody fun. Who the hell would they have anyway? Oh, we could have Tom Brady come do it because he played for the Buccaneers. So stupid. Watch. That's probably what it'll be if I ever find it. God. Uh, Although, you know, Leland, Leland's a Brady fan. So because, you know, William became a Josh Allen fan. So then Leland had to ask me who's better than Josh Allen. And I randomly said Tom Brady. Yeah. And so then he had, cause he had to pick somebody that was better because he was competing with his brother. Got it. Yep. So now he's a Brady fan and he's now, but because of that, he's a Buccaneers fan. I'm like, well, buddy, Brady's not, you go, I don't care. I still like the Buccaneers. So now I gotta I gotta get him a creamsicle jersey for his birthday. <laughs> she said, "Well, I, I don't want to order something stupid, so you need to do it." Okay. Hey, they're playing good. They're playing good. I know. Oh, I took him to the me. I took him to the opener. Leland and I were there. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, I can't find who Tampa Bay. I okay, gotta so say that'll be my last Vikings game for a long time too. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to. It's one just in not. Stadium. You know what it. It it was fun when I was in my twenties and went with my buddies and it was an all day session. It's not mm-hmm. fun anymore. It's just all I want to do is go home. You're <laughs> old. You're old, Chris. Maybe. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Uh, the other oh, the Phillies is the other one. Oh yeah. Okay, who's throwing out that first pitch? Well, they find got a long history. They better not be. Yes, they do. I nope. I, okay, some, I, I had the I had same somebody meltdown. from the roots. Remember, remember last year in the World Series, was it Meek Mill? Is that his name? Meek he Mill? did that stupid intro before the start of the game, and I absolutely savaged that as well. It was yeah, I dumb. I don't, I don't remember it. So. Yeah, you do, because I think I argued with you. Oh, the Phillies, it's top secret. The Phillies haven't announced who will throw out the ceremonial first pitch, but... They're hyping it as being a spectacular one and a moment you'll be talking about tomorrow. I, I doubt it. Kurt mm. Schilling. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Last year, they used all players pretty much. It looks hey, like. Hey, um, so when Wakefield died, what was the yeah. Schilling controversy around Wakefield? It, no, he had Wakefield and his family didn't want it public and they hadn't announced it. And he went on his podcast and said, hey, Tim Wakefield's got cancer. Please pray for him. 
Oh. And did you see Veritech's wife? No. Veritech, Veritech's wife tweeted, fuck you, Kurt Schilling. That was it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I read some more stuff about him. Uh, he's not real well liked, period. Yeah. By, by ex teammates. He doesn't seem like he's a guy. No, he really doesn't. Uh, so we don't know the Phillies. That's going to be top secret. So all I'm missing is the Rays, but I can't think of who the Rays would have. Have they had Jose Canseco? <laughs> Didn't he play with the Rays for about he six did. minutes? <laughs> yeah. Tampa Bay Rays first pitch. How about John Madden? Or no, what was his name? Joe Madden. Celeb. That'd be interesting. He because he quit there, right? He didn't get fired. No, he got he took the job with the Cubs. After he he left Tampa to take That's the right. Cubs yeah. job. He just yeah he left. He didn't get fired. Twenty twenty three playoff games. Oh, bastards! They, obviously, they don't have a very good PR department either. Everybody else's it opens right away to something, but not for the Rays. Well, we'll never know. Oh, and I'll be on. Oh, that's sweet. Pablo Lopez walking into the clubhouse with a Johan Santana jersey. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know that that was his childhood idol. I didn't either. I did not either. Hey. Bismarck Tribune. Resubscribe for $1 for six months. Oh, boy. $1 for six months. Oh, yeah. Uh, I see the twins. Uh, they're going to have uh, ESPN has Michael K. What? And Alex Rodriguez doing the game. No. Seriously? Oh, well, who'd you think they were going to have? Well, is ESPN doing all of the first round games? Yeah. Well, they're doing, yes, they're doing all three today. I know that. Well, that's why we're, I don't want that shit. Oh, I like K. I love K. No, I don't. No, because they tried that for Sunday night and it was awful. They tried. Don't you remember that? A member? I, I don't. Yeah, it was Michael K and A Rod, and they were sitting in somebody's base. It was awful. Oh. God, it was so bad. Well, they're not going to be in the basement this time. They're going to be at the ballpark. I don't care. I still don't like that. No, ah, K's, K's great. I'm sorry. I love K. I'm going to listen to it on the radio. You go ahead. Get off my lawn. God damn it. <laughs> you damn kids. I had to laugh at uh, Joe's Sunday thing about the marathon. All the people who basically said, get off my lawn on Twitter. It's like that or old man uh, scowls at clouds. Yeah, but he, he had a point. Oh, I'm not saying he was wrong. I'm just saying all the people that disagreed with him said, get off my lawn or old man yells at cloud. Like, okay. Who's now? Okay, yeah, never mind. First game today is at two, right? I think. 
So I guess I'll probably go watch baseball. Yeah, but it doesn't start till 3.30. Oh, shit. No, the first game's at 2. The first uh, playoff Oh, the Twins aren't the first game? No, the Twins are not the first game. I I don't know who is, but... Brewers, probably? I think it is. By council. 